You're listening to the Saturday Morning with Jack Tame podcast from News Talk ZB. Catherine Rains is our book reviewer on News Talk ZB, and she's got two great books to recommend to us all this weekend. Hey, Catherine. Morning, Jack. Um, let's begin with My Friend Anne Frank by Hannah Pickgosa. So, the first time Hannah Pickgosa and Anne Frank, who wrote the diary of Anne Frank about the holo- about her uh, hidden world during the Holocaust, they were four years old, and both little girls were in a food market with their mother and they mothers, and they both families having recently fled Germany and finding themselves in in Amsterdam. And then later on, they begin when they both begin school, they discover that they're in the same class and they become best friends. So you get this story of this childhood and friendship during an incredibly dark period in our history, and it's told through Hannah's child's eyes and depicts their shrinking world under Nazi occupation as anti-Semitic laws are passed and Jews are banned from public schools. And Pitt Gosser and Frank were moved to a Jewish school where pupils would just vanish overnight. And one day in 1942, Hannah called round to see Frank, only to, and Frank to be only be told that the family had moved to Switzerland, which she believes, but of course, as we now know, that wasn't the case. Mm. And then Nazi officers arrive at her home at the stage as she's 15, and she had her suitcase ready, and they'd already escaped um, a systematic roundup of Jews, but this time on the 20th of June in 1943. They didn't manage to, and the, neighbor, the Nazis had sealed off their neighbourhood and blocked roads and loudspeakers blaring, telling them that they needed to appear for departure in 20 minutes to pack their things. And so what you get next is their arrest and transportation and Pitt Goster's recollections of life in the camps and the squalor and the disease and the death. And her and her baby sister, Gabby, actually were the only sole survivors out of three generations of the family. Mm. And she actually meets Anne Frank again very briefly at Bergen-Belsen, hearing she heard on the grapevine that Anne and her sister Margot had been brought there for Auschwitz. And they speak very briefly. And Anne at the state that was sick with typhus and believed her father to be dead and she was grief-stricken and she died shortly after their meeting, as did Margot. And it's not really the story of Anne Frank, and she has this yeah. very significant presence in the first third of the book. It's this extraordinary story of Hannah herself, you know, her arrest in Amsterdam and and being imprisoned later at Bergen-Belsen. And it's yeah, it's a really interesting story. And she chose to tell, keep telling her story. She first does the speaking to her in 1957. And lots of survivors didn't want to talk about it, but she wanted to make sure that the Holocaust was never forgotten. Yeah. And sadly, she passed away last year at the age of 94. But before she did that, realising that she was one of the last living eyewitnesses to to, to everything that went on, she told yeah. her um, stories to a, a journalist. And so you get this really moving account and this description of you know, fears and conflict and human connection and, you know, mm. her life after the end of the war. It's yeah. absolutely fascinating. Gosh, that sounds so interesting. Okay, yeah, and really, really moving. So that's My Friend Anne Frank by Hannah Pick-Goslar. Your next book is The Book of Form and Emptiness by Ruth Ozeki. So this is really complex and layered and lots of things going on, but it's a, and you get a bit confused, but it's a strangely moving book and it takes you deep into the minds of Benny and Annabelle, mm. um, through their struggles and you're not sure what's real and what's imagined and you sort of doubt what you're thinking in your own mind as the as it moves through so at the heart of the story is 12 year old Benny O and his mother Annabelle who are completely reeling from the shock of Benny's father's untimely death in an accident 
And shortly after his father's death, Benny starts to hear voices. At first it's his father's voice, but then he starts to hear the voices of things, scissors and chairs and half-eaten cartons of yogurt, all clamouring for his attention. Mm. And distressed by all of this, he skips school and hiding in the library where he starts to discover notes hidden in books, which he takes to be directions. And he's institutionalised more than once during the time, and he meets unusual people and um, an often very drunk Eastern European poet Elgia and a teenage girl called Elf. And his mother on the other hand is dealing with all her emotions um, by hoarding and she's struggling with guilt and grief and loneliness. And the other aspect of the story is it's told by two voices, Benny and something called the book and it's actually the book you're reading. And the two voices are really aware of each other in telling the events. And it's interesting because it helps, the book helps Benny tell his details of his life and emerge from the shell that he's kind of wrapped himself in. And this narrative weaves its way through about relationships and material belongings and clutter. And it's really quirky and unique and a really interesting way of telling a story. And you find yourself really engrossed in, in Benny's world and what's going on. Yeah. It's a really fascinating way of telling a story and yeah. very cleverly done. Oh, cool. Yeah, well, what an interesting idea. Okay, that sounds great. Thanks, Catherine. That's The Book of Form and Emptiness by Ruth Ozeki. And Catherine's first book again was My Friend Anne Frank by Hannah Pick Goslar. For more from Saturday Morning with Jack Tame, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am Saturday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.